Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast, a ministry of Sin Church. This is a podcast dedicated to taking all that information you got all up in your brain and giving you real practical application. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't know the record button was getting hit. Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast. I hope you're having a great day, a great week. Thank you for taking the time to download this. Thank you. But Thank you. Ooh, you guys heard that? It's another little voice. I'm Kayla. (laughs) (laughs) I am sorry. My name is Kayla. Yes, we have another guest in today, but please take the time to comment, rate, share, share. And share. And share it again if you haven't already. And for more info, as always, go to check out scent.church. So today on Practically Christian... We're going to kind of, I wanted to follow up from last week. Now this one, we're not winging. Like, I have notes on this one. He's not winging. I am. I'm not winging either. I don't know what winging is. Literally. how do you know if you're not winging? Because I don't know what winging is, Mommy. But you could be winging. What is winging? Well, we'll, let's just keep going. We'll we'll, we'll see if you're winging But I want to follow up. See, last week we talked about rest. Right. And it is very, very, very important to rest. Like, Absolutely. We have commandments in scripture that tell us we need to rest. God commands us to rest on the Sabbath. Like, there are commandments to rest. It is very important. Do you rest, Lala? Yes, I rest sometimes when I have no work at school. I sit and read my AR book. So True. are you now admitting to your mom and dad that you rest at school? So you yes. sleep at school? <laughs> no, no, that's not what I'm saying. I am saying that when I'm at school and I have no work to do, I'm not going to tell you where I go to school. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to tell you um, when I'm at school and I'm done with my work, I would read my AR book. Okay, good. Okay, that's awesome. That's good. Some people rest while they're reading or read to rest. I love to read. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. But I want to talk about the opposite side of rest today. So today we're actually, we're going to be talking about work. And when we, when we think of work, I mean, there, there are so many places in scripture where it talks about work. I mean, Genesis, isn't that really say, just open up? I was going to say, isn't the intro? In the beginning, God worked. Like God did, God created. And after everything, he said it was good, right? And then after the fall... No, well, and, and I'm going to get there. Hang on. We're, we're going to, we got to go somewhere else real quick. Okay. But I'm going to go to the most awesome verse in the Bible about work. You ready? Okay. So in 2 Thessalonians 3 and verse 10, I love this. Like Paul has just spent the, the very first part of the chapter 3 talking about idleness and being idle. Being lazy? Not idol like you worship an idol, but Not idol. Not I-D-O-L, but I-D-L-E. Maybe. No. I've heard it both ways. But what he says in verse 10, really, I just, it makes me laugh every time I read it. So for even when we were with you, we would give you this command. So even when we were with you, like like when he was at Thessalonica. Right. If anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. Uh-oh. Like, it doesn't get any more black and white than that. I don't, I want to eat even if I don't work, but I think I should work still, because uh, my father might grab me by not eating. 
by not eating. Okay, yes. I can go ahead and assure everyone no. out there. Daddy we don't starve take you. away food from our kids. Yes, That's he, not a punishment. He, he, he doesn't starve us. He doesn't take them away by food. No, he doesn't. <laughs> don't think he does. Thank you. Thank you for that clarification. Yeah. Um, no, but we we should work. Like Correct. You know, there's so many people I talk to that have such a, oh, I don't want to go to work kind of mentality. And I get that. My dad does. Not have that. You do. I do? Yes. Like, you would rather go play fishing. And then That's not playing. That's from boat. Jesus. First of all, all the disciples were fishermen. So yes, that's some serious not business. Not all of them. I'm sorry. Most of them. Mm-hmm. I know most of them were fishermen, but that means, but Jesus had to call them out of the boat to get them to the boat. Right. And my boss needs to call me out of the boat to get me to go to work. <laughs> I know what you mean. Like, I don't like... Yes, and, but what you were bringing up was exactly what I was going to say. We all have things we would rather do than go to work. I mean, really, there's a reason why work is a four-letter word, right? No. <laughs> oh, my. But the important thing is, is, see, work exists in the Bible before the fall. Right. So before Adam and Eve eat the fruit, before sin enters into creation, God tells them, hey, I want you to make everything else look like what I did right here in this garden. Right. I want you to cultivate the land. He gives dominion over the, the land and the animals. animals. Right. So work in and of itself is not a bad thing. And before everybody emails Pastor Dan and, and disagrees with me on this point, because that's where they need to email. Not me, right? Right. So... <laughs> Before we get the emails that, that we disagree and, and work is really from the devil, we do need to understand that work is a good thing and, and it's not, well, sin corrupted everything. Now, work is harder because, because of, of sin. Because of sin, right. You know, and that's one of the, when, when God is cursing everything in Genesis 3, that's why he tells Adam, hey, because of sin, now you're going to have to sweat to do this. Like, so because of sin, our children do not like cleaning their room. Yes, because when I work on my room, it is hateful. I don't like working on my room, but I have to. That is true. <laughs> is that how you feel about it? Yes, it oh, is. Oh, my goodness. So, yes, work, it, it can be overbearing at times. But I think having a bad attitude about work has nothing to do with work, but having um, a yucky heart. And when I work on my room, it gets it clean. So that's like from working, you get this. You work, and then you play. So I clean my room, and then I play All right. in it. And, and, Correct. And she just used a funny form there. You work, and then you play. Kayla, why would you use that? Because my dad always tells me, work first, play second. <laughs> yes, because if there is one area in life that I really <coughs> got off track on, it was definitely that work first, play second. Because I went, no, 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 no. I'm going to play now while I'm young, and then I'll work later. And that really backfired on me because I spent a lot of years working not only full-time and being a full-time dad. Right. And going to school full-time. And doing ministry. Right. And, like Counseling people. Preaching. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that really backfired on me. Um, well, I think that's why you press so hard on the kids. Work first, play later. Yeah. Well, and, and really that's one of the reasons why we have one of our children on this podcast is because... 
I want people to understand that even in family, like you have roles, you have a job to do even in your family. Like, right. like the, the biggest thing I hated and, and, you know, I know many, many single parents out there and, you know, that, that brings in itself a whole nother level of challenge. But like when the kids were little, it was going to cost us more money for you to go back to work to pay for daycare. So Debbie, Debbie wound up being that at-home mom. Unintentionally. And a lot of people, you know, would be like, oh, well, you know, you're an at-home. And it was almost like they looked down on you. And it it's did. like... I would love to be at home all day and not do a thing. Love. I was exhausted as an at-home mom. Which love. I'm not 100% sure why. Bobby, <laughs> I have a question for you. Oh, boy. Um, yes. Since you were an at-home mom, does that mean you would rather pay for daycare than be an at-home mom? No, I love being at home with you guys. But we had always intended on um, me going back to work after I stayed home for a few months. Uh, but God had different plans. What would happen in a few months if you went back to work? Who would babysit us? You would have gone to a daycare. Well, that would cost extra money. That's why I stayed home, because it costs too much money. But I don't want to get off track i want to keep talking about what we're talking about honey okay okay and and the the point of that is is you still work even when you're at home oh absolutely like and i'm not talking about the mundane you know i gotta do laundry and mow the yard because yes you still need to do all of that that. yeah but even when it comes to your your kids like discipleship isn't an accidental no it's no it's a purposeful it's purposeful design it is it is Cool. You know, there's a reason why in Deuteronomy 6, Moses is telling everybody, hey, look, when you wake up in the morning, when you go to bed at night, when you leave, when you come in, like, you need to be meditating on the Word of God. You need to be talking about the Word of God. And and so many times we, and I'm going to attempt to say it. Oh, boy. We compartmentalize. You said it. Daddy said it. He never says that word right. Daddy, I have a question. We compartmentalize, and what we do is we go, okay, this is the Jesus stuff over here. Right. This is the family stuff here. Let me here. put it in this box and, and another box. Right. Mm-hmm. And, ex- and I'm going to get to, like, youth sports and stuff like that in oh another boy. podcast. Um, especially because, idols. like, our family, like, we have that, that very different family. Like, my, my childhood was spent at, you know, sport fields and whether it was football or baseball or... Softball. And yours wasn't. And right. so, like, we came into this with very differing views on that. But that's a whole nother, like, we're that's not going to get So what is meditating on the Word of God? It means to to discuss, to think about, to ponder, Make to... Make time for. Yes, it's intentional. And work needs to be that. Work needs to be intentional. You know, a lot of times we go, okay, work is something I have to go do. And, and ministry is something that, like, and I know me personally, like, I've been in this... Uh, um, Good few years. Well, in that in between, like, oh, there's a difference between ministry and work, and, and there it's isn't. like, no, your you life know, is ministry. Yeah. Everywhere you go, you should be partaking in ministry. And I think about that Bible verse that you put next to the TV: "The soul of the sluggard, sluggard craves and gets nothing, but the soul of the diligent is richly supplied." Good girl, yes. And that is why you hang Bible verses <laughs> around next to the, the house. TV. Correct. <laughs> But yeah, it is that it's, it's, you know, we all have those desires. And unfortunately, if you want to eat, you have to work like Kayla. What, if, what does daddy always say? If you want the lights on, you have to turn them on. 
That is a, that's that a is good true. point. But I don't get what you're saying. You don't like, why do I go to work? You, you go to work to get money so you can pay for food so we can eat. Or and that's what it. else? Or we can, you can pay for our house bills. You can get me clothes, sometimes toys. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, work is a necessity. You have to go to work. But that goes back to that Bible verse. The soul of the sluggard. Craves and gets nothing, but the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. Correct. And you can be supplied when you work. Okay. So what happens is, is we we approach work, though, with this mentality of... A negative attitude. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be here, and I don't want to do this, and... Uh, yep. Grouchy and grumbly, and... And, and I get it. Like, I've worked those jobs where I was miserable. I've worked those jobs where, let's, how, I don't even know a nice way to say this, where, where it was like, I'd rather shoot myself in the foot just so I could get workers comp and have some time off. Right. Um, but, and, and not obviously, literally, I've never shot myself. Um, well, that's good. <laughs> right. But it, it just, it, it turns into this grind and this thing, and, and I am so sorry. Apparently, everybody wanted to cough into the microphone. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. But it turns into this grind, and it turns into this nastiness, and then you just keep compiling on top of that. Well, this... then it spills over into other areas of your life because you're ticked off because you got to get up and go to work. You're ticked off because you're at work, and then you're ticked off when you drive home. Because of work, and then you're ticked off at night because you're thinking about, I got to go to work tomorrow. Did you so, just interrupt Daddy? Kind of. You get ticked off, and then you spend your time miserable instead of doing God's work. That's Which true. is what you should be doing at work. That is true. Thank you. Right, and, and it goes back to First Corinthians 10. Whether I eat or drink, I do everything to glorify God. Well, well, if I'm going to do that while I'm eating and drinking, right? why can I not do that while I'm at work? In fact, like... Why can't I find some kind of contentment? Yeah. And contentment, don't get confused. Like, contentment doesn't mean, oh, okay, I'm all good with everything, and I'm not going to stop moving forward. It, it means, hey, look, this is where I'm at right now, and I may not be here this time next year or next month or six months from now, but this is where I'm at right now. Right. And I need to understand that I am in this place for some reason and that leads me to another thing, like, don't don't start playing that game where, like, oh, I have one reason that I'm here. And if I talk to that one person and have then that God one... Then God will release right, me. Right, that's not what I'm saying, but, no, but it's also not by accident that you're there. Right. Or, I mean, and that could be at Publix or Target or Walmart or wherever. The construction site, the right. cop car, like, you know, we luck out and we're teachers, so it's easy to find purpose in that because if nothing else, I can always fall back on... I am sculpting young minds. Absolutely. As scary as that is, there are people, (laughs) little people that have to listen to my opinions all day. I know. You're not even in my class. I know, but I have to listen to your opinions at home. That's true. But work isn't a bad thing, and it's not, and you know what, it's not even something we should approach happily. You know, hap, hap, haphazardly. Is that it? That's the that, word. That is it. What is that? It is not something we should approach and go, oh, I just got to kind of get through. Right. You know, now there granted, are no coincidence. Coin- oh my gosh. No, coincidence. Right. I can't even speak now. It's coincidence. Thank you. But it, it's something that we should look for 
you know, every opportunity we can. I mean, maybe there's someone that you work with that needs to hear the gospel. Maybe there's someone you work with that that is a believer and they're going through things and, and they're just looking for someone to talk to. You know, maybe you have a job just so you could pay your bills. Right. Like, that's not a bad thing. But also don't, and I think working in a Christ-focused or Christ-centered environment, I know at least I think people can lose focus and go, well, I'm at a Christian environment. I don't need to talk to anyone about Jesus. Yeah, so if you work at Chick-fil-A, there are people there. That you need to talk to about Jesus. (laughs) Or Hobby Lobby. Or at a church or at a Christian school, it doesn't matter. Right, right. And you know what? I mean, there's still, no matter where you're at, there's there's people that are hurting, that are broken. That and there are believing non-believers. There are. And is there anything else? No. <coughs> John said there's a believer unbelievers. Believing unbelievers. Believing unbelievers. Yes. I can't speak right now, too. It's okay. Ow. That is what happens when you turn a mic on. <laughs> but... You know, to to most practical Christians, it, it's separate. Our work life is our work life, and and we're just gonna kind of get through it. And we're gonna, after I leave work, and then I'll do ministry. Right, and it's like, man, like you are missing the, the point. point. What's a practically Christian? Well, that's a good question. That's a very good question. And it's where we get the name from for this website. You know, there's a the website podcast. That we still don't have a Facebook for. Or a website. <laughs> but a practically Christian is someone who goes, yeah, I believe in Jesus, but it really doesn't shape anything about their life. Remember earlier we were talking about you can have all this head knowledge. In fact, you know, and, and I'm going to give a an unpaid like that. sponsorship here. So there's a church <laughs> in Jacksonville. Mm. And there it's called... Church of 1122. And the pastors there, the one of the pastors' names there is Joby Martin. Mm-hmm. And his wife is Gretchen. And he has a son named JP. And he hunts. And a he daughter fishes, named Reagan. A daughter named Reagan. And he writes his sermons in a tree stand. And he's bald and has a beard. Kind of sarcastic. A little sarcastic, And yes. funny. Yeah. And I know all of these things about him. Right. But I don't really know him. In fact, if I walked up to him, he would probably just think I was someone who went to his church, even though we don't live anywhere near there. Right. However, so it's possible to know these things about Joby Martin. Jesus is what I was going to say. <laughs> and not know and Jesus not at all. And not know Jesus. Correct. Like you could have all the right answers. So it's like you got all the knowledge up in your head, but no knowledge in your heart. That's right. Correct. That's exactly right. Good job. And that's where a lot of us find ourselves. But as the countdown clock is now flashing. Tick tock, tick tock. That that clock that really doesn't exist. Nope, it's not even in the room. Which is why these podcasts are so inconsistent in length. I challenge you guys this week, as you go to work, as you go to wherever you find employment at, that you take the time, that you look for those gospel opportunities. You look for those chances to be able to, to preach to people, to teach people, to encourage people to equip people you might be the one being taught absolutely that's Mm -hmm. true or you start looking at it and go hey at least i get to eat yep at least i get to drink so until next week i just challenge you find some contentment in your job i i know it may not be easy excuse me i mean (laughs) i've worked those jobs where it's not easy um and, and i get it it's a struggle it's hard 
But I, I just encourage you, look for something that maybe you haven't seen before. So until next week, we love you. Keep running the race set Bye, before guys. you. Bye. And have a great one. Thank you for listening to Practically Christian Podcast. Please rate, comment, and share because we cannot do this without all of your love and support. For more information, go to scent.church. Until next week, keep running the race set before you, and we love you.